I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming up on this episode of the podcast, I review a popular Android launcher, I compare two Star Wars properties, and more. What's up guys and welcome back to Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you a very exciting episode to not only share some stuff that I've been reviewing, playing, and all that good stuff, but just as a catch-up to get everyone on what I've been up to to help you guys with you know Android tips, Star Wars stuff, and all of that good stuff. So with um, this week's Android news, I didn't have really too much to say um, I didn't really look too much at the news. I know that um, there's an Oppo, new Oppo device that's supposed to be like the budget version of the OnePlus 10 Pro, but I didn't really pay too much attention to that. Um, just because I didn't see too much as far as what's going on with it um, and that sort of stuff. Um, and so I decided I would go back and review a popular Android launcher just because when I'm helping people with their smartphone or I see someone's home screen that looks like it is a basically a, what I would say is a hot mess of a layout. So either they don't know how to rearrange their home screen, they maybe their layout, they just like the layout the way it is. They don't know how to make the adjustments, rearrange stuff or anything like that. So for this review, I wanted to review a popular Android launcher called Nova Launcher. So when you get your smartphone, whether it's OnePlus, Samsung, um, LG, Motorola, they provide you with an experience that is meant to follow their um, theme, outline, basically the vision that they want to have for their smartphone. But um, speaking from experience as far as, you know, at some point in previously owning a Samsung device, the Amazon Fire Phone, and then OnePlus. On one hand, you have, for example, with the OnePlus launcher, because that's the most recent experience I've had, where you can customize some elements like change the icon pack, grid size, and things like that. But sometimes you find that that's not enough. So with Nova Launcher, it takes what your stock launcher can do, but expands it a whole bunch, but provides a very easy to use interface. So you have things like 
the you still have things like the ability to customize your the grid size so you can go from two by two up to twelve by twelve. So that's a lot more than for example what OnePlus does, which I think is three by three by or up to like five by six or something like that. You can adjust the number of um, dock pages you have from one up to, I think, three or four, something like that. You can adjust the number of icons from two to seven. Um, you can have page transitions and things like that. So there's a lot of different features you have built in. Um, you also can change the icon pack to one that's available on the Google Play Store, or you can use the, its icon masking feature. So if you just want to use the stock, um, app icons that you have with your device but have them all have a square look rounded square squircle or anything like that you can apply that effect to not only um, apps that are relatively always updated but also to your legacy icon so if you have an app that's built into your device that you can uninstall or doesn't really get too many updates and it's just using a random icon it'll mask that to make it look like every other icon so overall, Nova Launcher is my de facto app or um, Android launcher just because it's been around since Android 4.0 Ice Cream Sandwich. It's been getting regular updates. The developer is super um, responsive, always looks for bug fixes, makes adjustments to um, make sure it's compatible with as many um, devices as possible so definitely a launcher to try out so um i can and of course i can um talk about it all day but if you want to check out the video review to, of a walkthrough i did you can check it out on the youtube channel at youtube.com slash patelan01 um or you can see all the various menu options you can see how to change your icon style home screen layout you can change the app drawer between vertical or horizontal. You can even change the background color, um, transparency. If you want rounded widgets or no rounded widgets, you can make those adjustments. So Nova Launcher has all of these various elements built in, but it, like I said, it provides an easy to use step-by-step -step layout. Everything is easily labeled. It's compatible with a lot of different widgets and devices. Um, you can adjust the padding on your widgets. So one of the things that always bugs me about the OnePlus launcher is the um, padding around it. So you have a nice, beautiful, long and wide screen. But the widgets have this extra padding that you can't adjust. So the weird things happen like with the wet, with weather widgets like today weather where you have to make the text really small or you can't have things like precipitation showing so because that overflows to the size of the widget but it's not an issue with Nova Launcher because you can have the widget expand to the full width of your screen and everything fits and adjusts accordingly. So that's Nova Launcher available um, in a free model on the Google Play Store or via its website. Um, getting the pro version unlocks things like um, certain time limited features, but also all of the gesture options. So um, Nova Launcher does have an expansive gesture system where you can do things like touch your home button to um, launch an app or a shortcut or anything like that. Have it only work on the home screen or on all screens and then things like swipe up down and down options, double tap, double tap and swipe and things like that. So very full featured app 
um, or Android launcher to play around with. So like I said, you can play with a lot of the features in the free version, but if you want to support the developer and unlock some of the extra features, then definitely um, um, put some money down for the pro version. So that's all there is for that. So um, like I said, check out the video on the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash PatelN01. As a subscriber, there's also the audio version already on the feed to check that out. So with that, I will jump right into this week's Star Wars segment. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So if you've been following my posts on Twitter or you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, then you'll know that I've been replaying Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic on Android. And as of last week, I had just about finished the Tatooine, or I had finished Tatooine in the game. Um, so as of now, I have finished the map. I've met with the stand people, found the star map and all of that. And that got me wanting to rewatch the Mandalorian episode related to the Crate Dragon, to, just to do a kind of compare and contrast to see how much of an homage the episode was compared to the game. Because I know when I first watched the episode, um, it was one of those things where it felt like they almost nearly lifted a lot of the elements from the game into the TV show. And I want to say that still holds. So... While it's not a, you know, scene for scene or basically a recreation of the game into live action format, what they did was actually very well done where they took elements of the game. So in the game, you with the Tuscan sand clave on sand people enclave, 
you can either um, meet up with the chieftain to make peace and reduce the number of attacks and kind of only get attacked when they're attacked kind of thing, which was translated into the show as the Mandalorian brokering a peace with the people of Mos Pelgo and the Tuscans so they can go after the common enemy of the Krayt Dragon, or they can fight amongst each other and not get anything done and they're all decimated. So that's kind of the what we see between, you know, Anchorhead and Circa and then the Sand People in um, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, the alternative too in the game is that you can just go in, you end up killing all the sand people and getting the gaffy sick, taking out the chieftain and stopping the attacks that way, which don't necessarily result in light or dark side points. But it's one of those things where that's kind of the direct way of doing things, but you can make peace and reduce the number of attacks. In the game, it does not have an effect on finding the Kray Dragon, getting the Kray Dragon Pearl, or finding the star map. You still get attacks, but I guess it's supposed it reduces the randomization or I guess chance of getting attacked in the game. So that's the first main element. The second is um, the attack on the Kray Dragon itself was generally matched in both the game and the show, where they use the the mines to take out the dragon. It's one of the biggest dragons they've seen. And they use, so in the game, they have mines set up to, and then they use the Banthas to draw the dragon out and then take it out with the mines that are planted in the sand. In the show, you still have the Bantha luring out the Krayt Dragon, but, um, the Mandalorian takes it a step further and they show that it's not quite as easy just to have the dragon, um, come out and step in the mines. The, they treat the dragon as an intelligent creature. And the Mandalorian has to um, have the um, Kray Dragon eat the Bantha and have it explode from the inside. So they kind of improve on what we see in the game. And granted, the game did what it could do best for the system limitations of the time in 2003. So that's kind of why I like what the Mandalorian did is they modernized it. They made it more practical and they made it something that was worth watching. So... Either way you look at it, the game presents a way to make it an interactive experience and um, you can get the Kraid Rack and ultimately get the star map. In this, in the case of the Mandalorian, we have the them making peace and making that a practical element in the show where the people of Mos Pelgo and the, the Tuscans have to work together to draw the dragon out and save the town and also get the pearl kind of thing. So... When you go back and watch the um, show, it for me, in my opinion, it was a very good rep representation of being able to um, have a live-action version of the same thing. So I enjoyed both of them. Um, so the game, while the graphics don't hold up, the story or the voice acting and the cheesiness of the visuals are kind of there, but the overall practical implementation in game format is still there and still very well done. So if you don't have a chance to play the game or you've never made it off of Terrace to get to um, Tatooine, then The Mandalorian is definitely a good way to experience that same thing and um, experience some of those uh, various elements to... Um, just get that live action uh, visualization for it. Um, so that's all there is for 
this particular or this particular segment um i don't know if i mentioned some of the people who are um going to be a star wars celebration so i know that came uh, across my news feed a little bit um where i guess uh, katie sackhoff is supposed to show up uh billy d williams um and a few other people uh, or sorry not billy d williams but carl weathers is supposed to be there emily swallow is going to show up among uh, a few other people so i'm gonna keep my eye on that i guess previously anthony daniels and ian mcdermott were the only two people that i could recognize as being there but i'm keeping a general eye on that just to see who's gonna show up um and that's really the bulk of the star wars news really um i didn't see too much we still have you know kenobi showing up or the kenobi show starting starting in may same thing with the Bad Batch, uh, we had the release of Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga this week. Um, I did not see if they, that they were going to have a mobile release for Android or iOS, so I probably will not be able to play the game, but I'm going to keep my eye out there in case they do port it for the mobile platform to give that game a shot as well. So that's all there is for that. So with that, I'm going to jump into this week's miscellaneous reviews. So to round out this week's episode for reviews and things that I've been watching, I kind of wanted to give a summary of what I could find out about what Moon Knight is about, and then a little bit of a summary of Halo. Um, I have been watching The Walking Dead, um, I'm caught up on Picard, and I started watching Discovery Season 4. So I'm going to hold off on those reviews until the seasons are done. Same thing with Moon Knight and Halo. I kind of want to see where they finish the seasons before I give a full review. But for Moon Knight, I really didn't know much about who the character is, what he's all about, and all of that. But in reading about it, uh, reading about him, it like and this is a pure summary. This doesn't go through all the various publication issues and changes and things like that. But it's basically about an ordinary, weak-minded human who makes a psychic connection to the moon god Khonsu. That's a personality between good and evil um, and tries to make change in the human world. Um, so it kind of felt along the lines of a mix between Batman but with a more supernatural element. So we'll see how it goes. And that's kind of what they presented in the second episode. The first one was more on the psychic connection and creating a psychic a psychotic episode in the human guy but then the psychic connection is slowly starting to filter and kind of he's been chosen because he has a weak mind so overall if you haven't watched it i like the first episode it's kind of not sure where we're going the second episode um kind of progresses that a lot a lot um as well and we cut round out the episode with a kind of um assassin's creed style look over egypt so I'm really curious to see where they take the show, and I'm actually super intrigued now. Um, the acting by Oscar Isaacs is really good, so that makes it a lot easier to watch. I'm not really talking about any of the spoilers, but overall, that's kind of what the Moon Knight character is about, is kind of Batman with a supernatural element, and that's the end result because of the military training, the psych psychic episodes, and all of that. So we'll see how they progress into that character. Um, as far as Halo goes, it's the story of the ongoing war between the UNSC, which is a human organization, so think kind of along the lines of um, 
the expanse but with a lot more advanced technology kind of like the expanse meets doom um and then the their war with the covenant which is a, a theocratic alliance of races who are currently winning the war against the humans and ultimately the humans find something called halo which is a large ring that provides them or that kind of levels the playing field in their uh, war and as we've seen or we're seeing in the show is that they've developed an ai called cortana to help master chief augment his abilities make him more stable and as of right now help the unsc control him and kind of limit his uh freak thinking thoughts outside of uh the control that they want but that's actually kind of what they need to figure out the artifact that they found on madrigal so Overall, the show feels like it's doing a, presenting a really good story, visual representation of the humans and the Covenant, the Spartan 2 project, the Cortana, and all of that. And especially if you watch the latest episode, the closing scene very much felt like my memory of what we saw in Halo 1 as far as uh, Master Chief and Cortana looking over a planet um, from the bow of the bridge. So I thought that was a particularly nice touch. I haven't had a chance to see if that is actually inspired from the game or not, but it gave me that, um, it just jogged that, that memory for me. So that's why I kind of want to say that they're, it feels like so far they're presenting a story in the Halo universe that is very, um, that's remaining trying to remain as true to the video games as possible, but presenting the visual TV show format as and working to that format as best as possible. So that's all there is for that. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that for the Android app review for Nova Launcher, you can comment on that post on YouTube at youtube.com/slash PatelN01. Um, if you want to comment on that or anything else in this episode, you can, of course, comment on Twitter at PatelN01. And by supporting the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash PatelN01, you can get bonus content after the episode as far as upcoming content and various other things like that. So that's patreon.com slash PatelN01. But thanks for tuning in to this particular episode, and until next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.